Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what? We give you such great content. We've had everyone on here from Michael B. Jordan to Ava DuVernay. My, we, Michelle. Michelle Yo. Yes. We've discovered Henry Golden. <laughs> We've had Oscar winners. We've had Oscar winners. Emmy winners. Emmy winners. <laughs> Tony winners. Golden Globe winners. The so, least you could the do. The least you could do. There's a rating system. And we would love for you just to click on five stars for us. <laughs> and leave a comment. Only if they're nice, Nice though. comments Nice only. comment. And you know... You know, we're very fragile. No, I'm just we're very fragile. We're journalists, so we're fragile. <laughs> but yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Rate us five stars. Tell your friends yeah. about this show. Exactly. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Recommend it you to know, everybody. Sit down with your parents. Listen to this over dinner while you're eating food. <laughs> you eat dinner. But yeah, please rate us. Give us five stars and leave us a comment or two. It would be very much appreciated. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone this evening? You guys, thank you so much for showing up. Wouldn't it be great if the Oscars looked like this? Yes. The nominations, at least. But anyways, um, who listens to the New Hollywood podcast? Oh, (laughs) y'all are lying. (laughs) But me and Amanda host the New Hollywood podcast at Deadline, and we put shine on people of color, women, the queer community, and under other underrepresented voices, and we are so excited to have you guys here tonight. Um, we are inching up on our 100th episode, so we are really excited, and if, for those of you at Sundance, we have some events there, too, but enough of that. You don't want to hear my dusty-ass talk. So, um, we want to welcome our first guest um, our, uh, for the first panel, um, two great actors, both were nominated for Indie Spirit Awards. Um, so let's welcome to the stage uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. And Lolo, Lauren Lolo Spencer. Kelvin, Lolo, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you guys and congratulations on your nominations on just being yourselves and in this industry, which is just really wonderful. Um, Let's just start, you know, um, what kind of made you want to get into acting? um, And who were some of your role models coming up? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because you're amazing, so I'll let you go first. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, I I, I started off in music, so I think I always was like, I created my parents are musicians, so... 
I was always thinking like in the arts, but um, <laughs> what was like the first movie? I mean, I watched a lot of stuff. My parents made me read 12 Years a Slave and then watch the Roots series. And I think that's why I was in 12 Years a Slave and the Roots remake. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were like, you need to understand where you came from. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man. <laughs> so I think, um, and you know, obviously I, I grew up watching Denzel and Chiwetel and, you know, Will and all that stuff. And I think all that stuff made me excited to kind of, to want to try it at least. So, yeah. Cool. Lolo? Yeah, for me, um, I kind of accidentally got into acting. Um, I have my YouTube channel called Sitting Pretty. And so from there, I kind of got like a little bit of online buzz. And just this opportunity to be in a film kind of just stumbled in my agent's lap because they were specifically looking for a young black woman who was a wheelchair user. And she was like, you want to audition? I was like, well, does the shoe fit? Um, so I was like, for sure. And so, and since then, it's kind of just been, been this like amazing, incredible, unexpected, divine journey. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but I've always like loved film. I've always loved the arts. I come from a very musical family as well. So like, you know, just legendary Angela Bassett and, you know, Viola Davis, like all of them is just like, Incredible! Like I met Angela once, and I just like almost freaked out. But <laughs> I try to keep it cool as best as I could. Um, speaking of loving film and art, um, what when can you guys recall a time where you felt like you were first seen in in that media platform? So I would say the first time I was seen was actually on YouTube mm-hmm. in the internet um, because I was able to create a community that looked like me and all of the areas that I fit, being a woman, being black, and having a disability. So that was the first time I was really seen. And then having the opportunity to be in Give Me Liberty, that was when I really knew that they were paying attention. They listened to the notes that I had for authenticity. And um, and they just really respected my perspective. So I would say that. Was there a first, I'm sorry, was there, was there a first, Sort of when it, when it comes to representation, right? Was there a TV show or a film or any medium that you you can recall your sort of story, your background, your community was really represented? With regards to disability, no. Um, I think that it's slowly but surely starting to make its way into the industry now. Um, but growing up, no, because I was diagnosed with ALS at fourteen. So, and I'm 32 now, so what is that? I don't know the math, but it was Neither a long I, time ago. Neither do I, and I'm Asian. Right, right, that part. <laughs> that part. Um, me too. Um, so, <laughs> me too. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, growing up, no, I didn't see disability, especially at 14. Um, but, you know, black women, it was just more so, I guess, like, music industry, kind of thing and just um seeing music videos like blackness was all i cared about you know i mean that's all i care about now too but um but at that time growing up it was just as long as somebody was black on the screen i was like oh my god yay um for a long time my parents only let me watch the disney channel too (laughs) (laughs) it's like roots from the disney channel (laughs) all right (laughs) those are two very very different different things (laughs) 
Um, but I remember watching That's So Raven. <laughs> the best was, show. Yeah, and I loved seeing um, the little brother because I was like, oh, look at this family. They're like middle class. They're doing their thing. She's seeing the future. You know, it's nice. You know, and then Corey in the big house. You know, so those were like the cartoons and it was like the first time I was like, all right, cool. Like, that that's me. Or like, smart guy. Yeah. Oh, smart guy. Got I some love smart that. Guys stands. So, <laughs> so yeah, those. And then um, I guess that was those Those were the first few times. What's that Marlon Wayne show, too? That was. The Wayne's Brothers? No, 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 no. The one when he had the family. With, Which my wife that? and kids. Love that show. Ah. Oh, my God. That's. He's that's like taking us back. That's. That's not my demo. That's, that's... <laughs> Am I just too old? So much for next gen. I was joking. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, so Lolo, you star in Give Me Liberty, yes. which recently rece- received four Indie Spirit noms. Yes. Including one nomination for you. Yes. In a supporting role as Tracy. Yes. Um, so what was, you know, you kind of touched on it bef- uh, before uh, in the beginning, but what was it about this role that hooked you in? And how does that, this movie moved the needle in terms of representation of the disabled community? Yeah, so the, the thing that drew me to the role was that they were specifically looking for someone like me, like through and through. Um, so that was the number one draw. And the second thing was that our director, Kirill Mikanovsky, really was open to what I had to say in order to keep the role authentic. Um, he wanted to be sure, like, is this something that you would experience? Is this something that you would respond to? How would you genuinely respond to it? And that was really, really important because a lot of times there is this thing that we call in the disability community called inspiration porn. Right. Where there's this like light of like, Oh, feel so sad for them because they just like, can't do shit. (laughs) And, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even know if I could cuss or not. No, you can okay? cuss. Okay. Fuck just wanted, shit. Just wanted to make sure. Um, so Why there's not? like always this light of like sympathy and feeling bad when a lot of times in the disability community, that's not how we live our lives. Like we live our lives fruitful, fun, exciting, just like anybody else does. We just get around differently. And so that's really what the film really showed was that it was about the character of Tracy first. And she just so happened to be a wheelchair user. And that was what was really important. And for this film to really showcase different disabilities, because I'm not the only one in the film with a disability, to showcase different disabilities in a light that really reflects their personalities, who they are, how they show up in the world, really shows that, one, it can be done. Two, you don't have to compromise the characters that you've created because you may want to cast someone with a disability. And three, it really just shows that a good film can be made because our film was one of the top um, critically acclaimed films since Sundance of last year. So it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a hell of a ride for sure. What were some things that frustrated you about the portrayal of the disabled community? And have, other than the project that you were a part of, have you sort of seen any kind of meaningful change to that type of portrayal? Yeah, so, I mean, some of the frustrating things 
is kind of like that inspiration porn light. Like, oh my gosh, they're going outside. Good for them. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're on a date. Amazing. You know, and it's just like, yo, son, y'all got to relax. Um, so that that's the part that's the most frustrating is just this idea or just the idea that because you have a disability, something's wrong with you. You know, that that's probably the most frustrating part because I just saw this video. I'm not going to say who it was. but No, you could I, say it. Yeah, well, no, no, not going to do that, honey. I just, I, you know, I'm trying to still make my way in, honey. Um, so... Um, so it, I just saw this video where it was like this comparison of like, oh, when something's wrong with you, they use being in a wheelchair as being wrong and then them standing up as being right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that was just really disturbing to me because it just further pushes the narrative that because you have a disability, because you use an assistive device, that something is wrong with you. And it's just like, no, nothing's wrong. We just do it differently, you know? And so I think um, a great representation thus far, there's this show on Netflix called Special. They do an amazing job. It's so good. Um, they, they do a great job of disability representation and, um, and yeah, and you know, I'm not going to be biased, but give me liberty too. Um, so yeah, but I really, really enjoyed Special. That was, that's a really great series on, on our podcast. Yeah, Ryan was on yeah. our podcast. Oh, really? Oh, dope. Yeah, he's, he's, he's dope. dope. Like, and he likes to share have... a lot of stories yeah, about this... his sexual escapades. Yeah, listen. Okay? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't let these wheels fool you, Will. <laughs> Hello. There you go. We all get horny, guys. It's natural. Um, So, Kelvin. uh, (laughs) On a different note. (laughs) Uh, Kelvin, you also received an Indie Spirit nomination for your role in Loose. If you guys haven't seen that, look it up. which and um, which is a very heavy story about cultural identity. Waves, which you also star in, which is just as equally amazing, uh, also deals with identity, but also leans into this world of toxic masculinity. Um, how did you even begin to process your characters on those two films? And what did you take from your own experiences to plug it into these these performances? Um, <laughs> we ask you the tough questions, Calvin. <laughs> uh, I think it started with like examining my like childhood and, and trying to understand my relationship with my father and my relationship my father had with his father and what those men meant to me at 17. And what did I, how did I see the world at 17? And so, you know, I, I went to a private school in high school and the first thing that they told me was like, we don't say yeah, we say yes. You know, we wear blue blazers, blue jackets, and khakis on Wednesdays. And I was like, that's different. I don't get it. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was a lot of, it, it really made me realize, you know, how much I needed to assimilate to that culture in order to, 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 to fit in. But at the same time, that school represented um, opportunity. So what is opportunity? How bad do I want it? And that became the question. I think with Luce, you know, it was it was the same thing. You know, he, he grew up in Eritrea. He was a child soldier, you know, New Orleans not the best city i would you know you can look at that as his own battlefield but um and and he walked into this white family and they were kind of like well you know what 
you're, we can't pronounce your name, so we're changing it. And, um, you know, we want to erase the seven years of darkness that kind of proceeded before you because whatever you are isn't, isn't going to work in our new situation. And so it, it, a lot of that was just, um, I guess, being vulnerable and bearing myself and using those experiences I had and survival methods and understanding how to code switch. I mean, that's probably how I learned how to act. I, I made so many white people like me when I was <laughs> at that school. So it was just a, it was a different experience. But um, it was that. And then with Waves, it was just understanding, you know, the idea my dad had of what it meant to be a man, what it meant to be a black man, what had to do with a lot of, like, trauma and a lot of fear about living in America right now. And it, for me, it was like, what did that mean when I've been afforded the privileges and all the work that you've done to live and exist in this space that we are in now? Do I have to carry that burden with me or can I ha- use the wisdom and still be myself and be an individual? So uh, it was playing with a lot of those ideas and just just seeing what happened. And so, yeah. And, and how do you think those are two very different characters, but how do you think that those characters sort of reflect the kind of black narratives that we, that we need to see today? I think what, what's so cool about Luz is that he's just so smart. And, like, Luz says all the things that I'd never, I didn't know how to articulate. And I think what you see is with that kid is it, it, makes, it made me feel more empowered to, to use my voice. And I think the same goes with Tyler and Waves. It's like a lot of the reason why he has his, you know, decline is that he was too scared. And he felt like, you know, if I said something, would people listen? And I think what it's, what's important with seeing these two young men is that they, they, they're, they, especially with Luce, is he's using his power. And he's like, my, my voice matters and what I have to say and my experiences matter. And I, my parents and, and all these older people, this older generation, they're learning too. We're all in the same field. We're all just teachers, ultimately. And so um, what, what is cool to see is, like, young, young black kids not come in deep and slide in my DMs and be like, you know what, man? I'm going to tell my daddy. You know what I mean? I'm just like, be careful. But, you know, <laughs> at the same because <laughs> your daddy might not be like, you know, the daddy in the movie. You might get knocked out. Um, but, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it, it, it's empowering, and I think that's, that's incredibly important. This, kids are so smart now, so, yeah. So both of you guys have delivered amazing performances this year and you know you guys got indie spirit awards and i believe i i personally believe you deserve more than that um uh, and, and and like the performances you delivered yes um but you know with what's going on you know when the oscar nominations came out even before that when the golden globes were handed out even before that, when the BAFTA awards happened, and then like, oh, what recent the SAG awards happened, the Emmys. Anyways, we could go on, but you know, award season, you know, is is very non-colorful this year. Uh, but where do you hope we are this time next year when it comes to representation and inclusion? It's a loaded question. This is a loaded question, and there's only one right answer. <laughs> right, especially in this room. Um, so, no, I, I, you know, I, I thought about that because I know our film was on the Academy platform for potential nominations for Oscars. And, um, I mean, for me, Give Me Liberty was my first role, so the fact that I didn't get nominated, I was, like, cool with it because I was like, it's cool. It's my first movie. I got time. Um, But at the same time, I thought about it. And when I looked at the other nominees, I almost was like a little glad that I didn't get nominated. Only because 
I thought to myself, I was like, if I would have got nominated amongst everyone else, I kind of would have been bummed because great. The Oscars is phenomenal. Don't get me twisted. Please nominate me for whatever's coming up next. <laughs> but um, I would have loved to been in the audience and look to my left and saw Michael B. Jordan, look to my right and saw Chadwick, look to the front and saw Angela and saw Regina and saw all of these legendary actors that I really grew up on and resonated with throughout my entire existence. And so just kind of knowing that that wouldn't have happened, I was like, you know what, it's cool, you know, because there were so many great films that had the potential of being nominated this year that didn't. And so it's, it's a bummer. It's yeah. a bummer. It really, really is, especially when like, some of the films got like, what, like 11 nominations? I'm like, yo, son, y'all couldn't break that up? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on now. But, but at the same time, it's one of those things where there's like, there's still room, there's still room for next year. Um, I do truly feel that maybe there, there's got to be some type of new way of voting or something just so it can be more inclusive, more representative of what the world looks like and what talent looks like in this industry. So hopefully by next year, it does look a lot more diverse and then me and Kelvin will be in the audience. <laughs> yes. Yes. I echo everything she said, you know. But um, obviously it would be wonderful if things were different next year. But what I, you know, this whole circuit has been interesting. I've never done anything like this before, and I found it very exhausting. But, you know, but I learned a lot in the process, and I, and I think it made me want to sit in my worth more and understand, you know, what do I have to bring to the table? You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I was like, we're all so talented. And I loved, I think it was Michael B. said something recently. He was like, look, um, I, I, we don't make movies for awards. And though we would like it to reflect that, you know, ultimately we made the movies to tell the stories. And I think what this is doing is these conversations bring us together. It brings more awareness. And we're way more excited about promoting, you know, diversity and also supporting, you know, diverse, diverse art. And I think that is the biggest gift we could get so far. So if people are still seeing the movies and the stories are being told, then I feel happy and I feel satisfied. And, you know, I don't, I don't sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what they're doing over there, but <laughs> go have fun. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to do what we're doing over here and we're going to continue to tell stories that matter. Yes. There you go. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so yes. much. You guys are great. Thank you for being here. You. you know, congratulations on everything. And we know we'll see you more in the future. Definitely. Thank see you. See you at Spirits. Thank you. Thank you. See you at Indie Spirits. Give one more round of applause for Kelvin and Lolo. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.